Okay, good evening everybody. We'll call this meeting of the City of Angels, November 1st, 2022, to order. Michelle, can I have a roll call? Yes, Mayor Carlio. Present. Uh, Vice Mayor Herman. Present. Uh, Council Member uh, Moncada. Present. And Council Member Sharada. Present. And Council Member Tiscornia. Present. Next, we move on to Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Number three, we report out a closed session. Direction was given to staff on item A. Item number four, approval of the agenda as posted or amended. Any member of the public staff or the council would like to change it? Two seconds. Hearing none, seeing that, I would look for a motion to approve the agenda. Motion to approve. All in favor say aye. Aye. Anybody disapprove, same sign. Gretel? Um, aye. Okay, 5-0. Next item five, public comment. The public may address the council on any item of public interest not otherwise on the agenda that is in the jurisdiction of the city. No actions may be taken. Matters to be addressed may be referred to as city staff or placed on a subsequent meeting agenda. Speakers are limited to five minutes per person. Is there anybody on the line, Shell? For public comment. Anybody in the house with public comment? Oh. I have a public comment. This is Jessica Johnston. Go for it, Jessica. You have the floor. I just, um, on behalf of the Angels Camp Business Association, we just wanted to, um, and council and staff, that we are having our Christmas parade and open house on Saturday, December 10th. And we have secured a trailer to do a float with Santa Claus and city council. So we would um, like to invite the city council and city staff to participate in the parade on, on Saturday, December 10th. Thanks, Jessica. Great. Great, Jessica. Can you, uh, this is Rebecca, can you just send me the information of what time uh, council and staff would need to be there? Yes, I can send an email with all the um, details. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Any other public comment at the moment? once going twice closing public comment moving on to item number six consent agenda is there any members of the public staff or council that would like to pull anything on the consent agenda i need to pull item a please item a. okay i would look for a motion if nobody has any comment or wants to pull anything else i would look for a motion to approve b and c i'll make that motion I'll second the motion all in favor say aye aye, aye. Anybody opposed, same sign. 5-0 on B and C. You're up on A. Oh, I wasn't there. Right, okay. So you're just gonna recuse. So item A, I would look for a motion to approve. I'll make the motion. I'll, make, I'll second. All in favor, say aye. 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 and aye. So four, oh, one of those Next item seven, regular agenda. Approve the Memorandum of Understanding, MOU, with the Utica Water Power Authority, UWPA, for access to the City of Angels Emergency Generator for backup power. Rebecca. Um, okay, so uh, this is a coordination effort between UWPA and the City of Angels. We have a generator um, in the event that we have a power outage, um, specifically in the most recent years, it's generally been because of PSPS. Um, and UWPA does not have backup generation for um, this area of their services. So uh, the general manager there, Joel uh, Metzger, had asked if it would be at all possible for them to pay um, and connect to our generator in the event that there was a power outage, um, whether it was through PSPS or some sort of other power loss that would impact um, their ability 
to provide water. So I thought it would probably be a good idea to give them access to our generator. Um, so the MOU was just mainly who's responsible for that connection, who's gonna pay for the connection and that type of thing. Um, so that was the agreement. Um, this was all reviewed with legal. The scope of work is all in here. Um, it was all reviewed um, by, uh, by the GM um, to make this happen and uh, staff were in support of it and we just needed to bring it forward to council. Questions by council? Bradley, you got any questions on it? Um, no, I don't. The way to have enough uh, that generator will provide enough. Yep. All it's, of this. Yep. Okay. It's and only for the it's only for the monitoring, Gretel. It's for their SCADA system. It's just yep. for the monitor. It's oh, just yeah. so they can okay. it's just so it can transmit back and forth. It's not much. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Great. Okay. Last public comment uh, online first. Okay. In the crowd. Okay. Closing public comments. I would actually. Yeah, I'd look for an approval for the MOU between City of Angels and Unica Water Power Authority. I'll make a motion to approve. I'll second it. Oh, okay. All in. <laughs> Who wants it? Yeah, Gretel's got it. All in favor, say aye. 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 They disapprove, same sign. Bye, vote. Item B. Discussion and approval of the to authorize the city administrator to execute a contract with Calaveras Community Foundation to accept $135,000 to fund a portion of the playground structure to be spent within one year of receipt of funds. Rebecca. Um, okay, so uh, while a while ago in uh, 2018, really, the um, Angels Camp Community Club uh, felt it was important to do something to replace the playground structure at Utica Park. So they uh, started looking at fundraising efforts and they ended up coordinating with the Calaveras Community Foundation to set up a trust. And um, so they were able to get a lot more in donations. Um, and specifically, there was a very large uh, donor in that, in that uh, donation pool. The concern at this point was there's kind of like almost a timely use of funds because it's been sitting there for a while and we've been delaying the purchasing of playground structure until we got the per capita grant and got approval of the Utica expansion. And had we not got the Utica expansion, we were just gonna move forward with the per capita and, um, and these funds in order to move forward with the playground structure. So um, I talked to Brent Harrington, we met with uh, the two of us, as well as Jessica Johnston, um, representing the Angels Camp Community Club and um, agreed that we just need to, we need to agree to get the funds spent um, quickly. And so uh, we're doing everything we can to ensure that we can move forward with the per capita money in addition to this 135,000. So um, we'll start working on the playground structure in advance of even the Utica um, expansion. So we're just making sure we're going to put it in a place where it's not going to be disturbed and where we can maximize the dollars here. So uh, Brent has uh, swung by. He gave me the check for $135,000. Um, we will use that in addition to the $177,000 of the per capita grant um, in order to get this project going. So uh, this is just a, an agreement basically holding us to the fire that we're not going to delay um, using those funds. And it specifically, um, it was specifically raised for the playground structure, not for water funds. Not, not for anything else. Or for not the expansion for, part or anything. Right. Yeah. So that's, that's what it is. That's what it was for and that's what we're committing to. So, um, you know, I just want to thank the Angels Camp Community Club and the Calaveras Community Foundation for, um, you know, doing this donation and getting the community together to raise raise these funds because it's definitely going to help get that playground structure redone. Okay, council questions, staff questions. My only question um, is that on the agreement itself, it says within one year. So I'm concerned about 
anything that might be out of our control, such as like a supply chain delay or something like that. If we're trying to spend the money, trying to secure the playground equipment and something happens. So timely use and one year are, are being used simultaneously. I'm just wondering if we should change the contract to say timely use instead of one year. This is what they asked us to do was one year. So what happens if we can't get the equipment here um, within a year out we'll, of our control? We'll have to work with them on that. Um, if you go back to them. We would go, go back, back to the, back to the community foundation and go yeah. with them on that. But the concern is if that if those funds are not spent, that donor could um, withdraw their funds. Which is tricky because people donated with that intent for the right. money to be used for that. So it gets, it's tricky. but. Um, but you so could probably we, use it as a down payment. We can, yeah. Know. So I mean, we can, <laughs> we can, you know, basically put a, you know, put a. That was my smiley concern. Yeah. It's just pre that like almost prepay while we're waiting for. Mm -hmm. But also, if you're showing that you're making. If we're that, showing right, that we're making due diligence, yeah. Okay. Any questions out in the audience? Public comment. Online. <laughs> I have a public comment. Hi, Jessica. Hi. Um, so on behalf of the community club now, uh, we just wanted to publicly thank the community, the Winter Creek Foundation, uh, for the donations and the support over the last four years, as well as the Calaveras Community Foundation uh, for being our fiduciary agent. But uh, we also really like to thank the city council and the city staff for continuing to support this project and work on it and making it a priority and also for keeping uh, the Angels Camp Community Club involved with it. And we are excited and really look forward to having a new play structure at the park next year. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, any other public Thank comment? All right, I would just like to say thank you to Angels Camp Community Club, Jessica Johnson and that whole group. I know there's way too many to mention at the moment, but you guys have done a bang up job and with COVID and everything else that was in there too. Um, it's been kind of a, fun, crazy journey. So either way, thank you guys very much and appreciate it. And same to Brett Harrington and, and all that stuff. So. Well, it's an inspiration for the rest of the community. If you get, you know, if you really want to start a project like that, they showed that you can do it. And they had, they found the funds and then we got the grant. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. We probably couldn't have got the grant without mm -hmm. that kicking it off. I, I think mm -hmm. it shows skin in the game. Mm -hmm. yep. so. Yeah, so I good look. job. I, I think good job. Good effort. Excellent. Okay, any other comments or anything at the moment? Okay, I would look for, what would this one be? Authorize the city administrator to execute a contract. I'll make a motion. I'll second. All in favor, say aye. 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 Anybody disapprove, same sign? Aye, Item C, discussion approved, discussion and approved the executing agreement with IWORQ Systems for Enterprise Package for Community Development and Public Works Solutions. Right. Okay, so um, we have struggled with the building permit software that we have. It's, a, it's basically an access database. So it doesn't allow for any there's no online capability, there's no workflow capability, there's no, it's an access database. So anyone who's familiar with access, it's just kind of a read only. It's a database. <laughs> That's what it is. So, um, so Buckin and Associates is who, uh, who developed it and um, it's not been super user friendly when we have to update rates, we have to get them involved to go into the back end to update the rates. That wasn't something that even users could do. Um, and in addition to that, it's we, we need to get ahead of being able to have the public have access so that they can go online, see the status of the building permit. We have a lot of building permits that are just like a water heater permit or a solar permit that are real simple permits that don't need a lot of um, heavy lifting but because everything is treated with paper everything has to go through this process so originally when we set out we were really looking for building permit software and at the same time staff and i have all had conversations about other things that are lacking 
Um, one of them is we don't have any GIS capability. Um, that went away when we um, had no internal um, engineering technicians anymore. We used to have a license for Esri. Um, that went away because we don't have anyone on staff who can actually do those layers. Uh, we don't have um, an inventory of our signs. We don't have an inventory of where all of our hydrants are. We don't have an inventory of where all of our pressure regulating valves and all of that are. And that is a really important piece. Um, if you don't have an inventory and where everything is documented really well, if there were to be a natural disaster where FEMA would get involved, they're not gonna replace your signs. They're not gonna pay for them because you don't have documentation where they all are and what they are. Um, so it's really important that we have an inventory of all of those infrastructure pieces um, in the city. We also don't have a pavement management system. We did a report for a pavement management uh, review and it's just a, it's a big spreadsheet but it, it's not a system that allows us to um, actively uh, work with it to identify and plan those based on where they're at, where those uh, kind of pain points are in, in um, the pavement versus maybe we're doing a sewer line replacement or a water line replacement and figuring out how we can overlap those. Um, we are lacking um, maintenance scheduling for uh, everything from the uh, water plant to um, things in the field with regards to various lines, valves, hydrants. Um, we also, we developed, or I developed using Smartsheet, the community portal to go on to say, you know, I have this, uh, you know, pothole or I have a code compliance issue or whatever it is, but I can't take that information and then make a layer out of it so that staff can see, hey, this particular area, we've had 15 calls because of waterline issues. Or this particular area, we've gotten you know, 10 complaints of the same pothole. So you have a difficulty seeing where your issues are throughout the city. Um, beyond that, we don't have a work order system that our um, field staff can use. So instead, staff in the office will put together a service request. It has to be a service request that's tied to a utility account. Um, and then they'll print them out. And then staff will come by the office and physically pick up paper and then go back out. Um, so what would be extremely helpful is that if we had a work order system that was hosted in the cloud that was actively available on staff's cell phones so that they could instantly see the work orders that are coming up and they would be able to be assigned by staff um, and have workflow associated with them. Also, we have issues where staff come across something and um, right now they have to take a picture of it go back to the office, document it, add it to a list. Instead, staff could actually be out in the field, take the picture of it, add it to um, the system, and it would geotag exactly where that issue is. Um, so we've kind of had all these different conversations and looked at different options, and I work came across as something that was somewhat of a surprise because it checked all the boxes, which was kind of remarkable. So they do GIS REST services, they have work order, they have code compliance, they have building permitting and planning, um, they have uh, the um, pavement management system, they have uh, maintenance uh, scheduling in there. And it all ties together by parcel. So if you were doing a building permit or a license on a, on a property and it also has open code compliance violations, that's gonna show immediately. Um, if you were gonna do a business license and there's a code compliance case that's open or there's, an open, there's still an open building permit, all these things get tied together because of that parcel. So, um, I initially reviewed it, then I brought staff in and had staff go through it. 
uh, and they are very excited about the opportunity to do something like this because it gets us away from them physically having to come to the office, pick up paper, it gets rid of the bottleneck that's happening between staff in-house in the office creating a work order and getting it out to the field. It starts documenting all of the information that we have in the field for the first time and um, it's all hosted. So in looking at it, um, we identified that the city of Jackson uses it, the city of Ione uses it, and numerous other smaller cities. That tends to be iWorks um, kind of business model is to use, uh, is to utilize uh, smaller cities. So the pricing is remarkably low. Um, and it, it gives us everything that we need, including the fact that we, by, is it 2024? 2024. That we, is that for, um, due to housing, we have to have a way for people to online apply for building permits. Yeah. So, really? yep. Hmm. So that kind of came up in the middle of all of this. So our current system doesn't meet that mandate. Other systems we were looking at didn't necessarily um, meet that mandate yet. And um, when we kind of stood back, we're currently paying Springbrook almost $2,700 a year for the business license model. And that's the only thing we're using it for. And- um, So that'll you, go away. That goes away. If you recall, we had a conversation about the fact that we've been absorbing credit card charges for non-utility bill payments. And we were talking about going through an alternative payment system and passing that charge on to the customer. They have a built-in uh, merchant within their system. So it'll pass those costs on to them instead of us. So that saves us another almost $26,000. So at the end of the day, when you take all the savings and you take the additional costs, um, we, for year one, would have to come up with just under $4,000 because we'd have implementation costs. And then on year two, we save $9,000 a year. So it's, it's something that we, just the building permit piece alone, we're gonna have to do something. When we looked at just building permit software, the cheapest one I think was 18,000, yeah. up to 25,000. And that didn't include any GIS, it didn't include anything else that we were gonna have to look at. Um, and so this just kind of, to me, it's a it's it's a it's a user-friendly system it's pretty simple it's um it, it has the capability of almost taking the place of that community portal on our website that's what i was going to say that'll it change it'll, it'll change it to 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 someone on our website it's just a, it's just a link they would still click the button it would just go to this but the nice part is it would create a work order mm -hmm. it would create a report a location to it go. It creates a location to go. And yeah. so it starts streamlining that process, which Smartsheet got us to better than a piece of paper with someone writing scribble on it, but it's gone kind of as far as it can for the things that we, these things, mm -hmm. and there's other things that we can use it for. That's why I'm saying we could probably drop two of the licenses because we're not going to use those um, and then move ahead on a kind of more enterprise Solution. And can people check the status of their permit online? Yes. Okay. So they would be able to check the status of their permit. They'd be able to check the status of the building light. Are there a business license? They can check the status of their complaint about the pothole or their water leak or any of that information. Okay. So it sounds like it creates a lot more efficiency a on all ton of efficiency. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds fantastic. Okay. Council questions? Staff questions? I have one. So the subscription is 9000 for community development, 11000 for public works, and the one-time setup, I'm assuming, of 13000 Yep. Does that mean like they will import, because we have to have some existing records of where, mm -hmm. is that them putting this into Esri? Is that them putting this map? It, you know, is that 
them dropping pins where we have ducks, signs. Ducks, is yes. that them? It, it, or like PRD dolls, the press, you know. So we, so um, if you recall, council approved a um, the sign replacement project. Mm -hmm. So when I talked to our engineer, I said, hey, since they're gonna have to go out and remove the signs that are there anyway and put new signs in, can we just add a, a scope, add a one piece of scope that they geotag that sign? The moment they do that, we have every sign we have we have the data for every single sign. We just give them that data and they just load it and okay. populate it. So they will they'll populate any data we have, whatever you guys want to throw out them data wise for so let's say that I don't know, thirteen thousand dollar one time, you throw the data out of and they'll load whatever we have and yes. want to upload. Okay. But we have like open code compliance cases. We need to give that right. to them to upload those. We have open work orders that we would want them to upload. So initially they'll do it. But then what about ongoing? Ongoing. Will they charge us? Then we can offer that information to them, depending on if it's just a like a like a we send a file to them and they upload it. Right. Um, it doesn't sound like they're going to charge us for that. Okay. But if we wanted them to come out, right, they'll charge. Us for that. They'll charge us for that, but they have the capacity to come out and do that. Okay. And then. My next question is, so we're 4000 more this year, $9,000 savings annually for rough numbers yep. after that. The, we'll call it 26000 The 26000 in building permits that we would save from the credit card charges, yep. was that a one-year snapshot? Or was that, a, or was that like a five-year? That's per year. And that's been the norm for years past. It's not as like at the high or the low or anything like that. Okay, and then my next one is, where are we going to pull the 4K from? I'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll you find can find a lot of you can find a lot of thousands all yeah. around. That you're, you that's the only it. thing. It's, I mean, I, not to pick on Chief, but he's back there. But I mean, we just approved last time for some new cadets and so, different things and fun, yep. fun, exciting stuff. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but we're starting to pull a lot of thousands so, here and thousands there. And so right now, we know that um, like there, the credit cards uh, charges are going to start going down. Um, we're gonna, I just canceled two of the licenses for smart sheets, so that's an instant savings of the 600. Um, but there's other things that we're spending money on that we're not gonna have to spend as much money on. I just, and so, yeah. We're, I'm, I'm all for it, don't get me wrong, I'm just kinda throwing it out there a little too. Now you talk about the credit card savings, the, the user's gonna start seeing a fee though. Yeah. They will and they haven't. Been seeing that fee. Okay, so we're gonna. That, that credit card fee is starting to become standard in yeah, every right. single thing you do. There it's always been there, they just didn't pay it. pay it, we paid it. We paid it. So right. now they're gonna be. But paying. yeah, there is a bill that you pay now that you basically don't have a credit card surcharge. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, I'll go with my question. In the office. So, okay. Okay. They're not happy with that. Do you hear that a lot? No. Yeah. 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 And there's just things like us switching to um, to bank of Stockton that right. would save us money. Mm -hmm. There, there's things that we're doing operationally that are saving us in this line item and this line item. So I'm not worried about this one and this one because we can internally shift. We just can't shift between departments without council approval. We can't increase transfers in without council approval. We can't go, oh, we just received an extra $25,000. let us go spend it. We can't do that because that $25,000 is not tied to any expenditure. So before we'd be able to spend any unanticipated revenue, we have to come to council and ask you to do that. And we've had savings and salaries, unfortunately. We have. Right, no, I'm Yes, right back there, you got savings and salaries for, no, I don't, I, yeah, so, okay. Right. Yeah, just really quickly, um, we had budgeted community development, I believe $9,000 to update yeah. the existing software we already right. have. Oh, we won't okay. have to do that now. We gotcha. Would, we would apply it to that. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go. But we did have some additional legal costs related to planning stuff, but it's still, we'll still be net, we'll still be net ahead. I, have legal I know you do. I'm just, I just, 
for my peace of mind, I'm just throwing it out there. I trust you on them. Just, I just my peace of mind. Um, and what we will be doing, just for your peace of mind, is um, <coughs> on the, on the, on the yeah, 15th, yeah. we're going to be bringing back um, kind of a first quarter look of Sorry. this fiscal year. We've we've just we've had to get caught up on the audit and everything else, but that we're going to show you where all the budget adjustments have happened from day one, what the original budget was, where we're ending, so you can see instead of imagine it, yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Uh, Gretel, what was your question? <laughs> um, no, I just, I like this whole game plan because of what we did last meeting where we, um, you know, gave everybody a stipend for their phone. It seems like this is really going to work in our favor with using their phones, right? Yes. Yes. So, and, and the whole sense of it is working. Yep. So, Okay. Okay, any other questions by staff council? Okay, public comment. And finally, it's all yours. <laughs> so um, just a couple of questions, Rebecca. When, when we picked this out, there's a number of software programs out there available for use. And when we picked this out and I looked up Better Business Bureau, um, they didn't have any rating for this company and they had one pretty nasty negative review that they did not do what they said they were going to do, the software didn't do what it was supposed to do, that this person couldn't get return calls or anything else. You know, it's real easy to put a negative review on something like this. So my question is, did you speak with anybody at Ione or Jackson, Jackson and yes. specifically yep. and, and they think yep. it's as great as they advertise it to be? Because yep. that would be very important. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, and I think of all the softwares we looked at, we had to have looked at at least eight where we had individual demonstrations. Yeah. Because yeah. this one sounds great. This, it, 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 it is. And um, the pricing was surprising mm -hmm. um, compared to the other ones that we were looking at. They were extremely expensive um, to the point where I kind of just told Amy and Alicia, I think we're just going to have to suck it up, Buttercup, because I can't take that to the council. Um, but uh, this was something that we could we could shift things around and save. And the other thing is not all of not all of this licensing is coming out of the general fund. Come out of enterprise and different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which they historically have not had to pay for any of this particular software component. So that's the other piece is we're gonna have some of this is it's just it's not gonna be a, a, a it's not gonna be borne by the general fund. It's gonna be able to be partially water, part, sure. partially uh, wastewater, and then abortion related to general fund, but it'll be shared based on the effort that's in the software. But it's not a it's not a super uh, like tons of bells and whistles and like it's not a super fancy software it just works and it's simple um for staff to look at it's simple for uh, our residents and customers to look at um it has the workflow elements that we need and so i, I think it'll be good for us great thanks any other public comment in here any online? Okay, I will close public comment and then I would look for a motion. I'll make a motion. Okay. All in favor say aye. 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 Everybody approve the same time. Five Item eight, administration report. Um, okay, so uh, we have firmed up a date with City Beat for the strategic planning workshop. Um, we are um, proposing December 1st because we extended the survey response period to October 30th. They need time to obviously put all of the results together um, to have some starting framework to have discussion and workshop with council. Um, and the public. So it's December 1st. Our um, recommendation is to start at 10 a.m. because that meeting will probably go for six plus hours. Okay. 
Sorry, I have to. Go ahead. Ten o'clock it is. Ten. Yeah. Okay. And um, yeah. So, so is that a full? Who's who's going to that? Old council. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that it was just you two. No. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, one more thing. Yeah. All council. Okay. Um, we're, we wanted to talk to city council before and make sure that date works and you've got it on your calendars. And then um, after today, we will start publicizing it because we obviously we want to get as much public um, input as, as possible. So um, this is a open public meeting it's a special meeting it's not a regularly uh, scheduled meeting um we're we were thinking about doing it later um but we would be here until midnight so nobody wants to do that and um, it's just it's going to be a long meeting but um i know it's going to be really productive um also uh, U, uh uwpa uh upud um and the city of angels we worked together um, with UWPA taking the lead on an amazing video um, that explains where our water comes from. Um, so we are looking at doing some public outreach on that. Uh, so more to come on there. But uh, Joel is asking if we would be willing to put a where your water comes from signage on Tryon Park and Utica Park. My only concern with Utica is we're going to start doing stuff at Utica, so we would just have to figure out where to put that, where it's not going to be knocked over or whatever. So if council is fine with putting some of that signage up, then we'll work with um, Joel to get that up. Um, uh, Greenhorn Creek uh, Assessment District. Greenhorn Creek Assessment District uh, is now officially paid off. We made the last payment on September or something. I don't know. Anyway, there's a, a, a sizable leftover in that uh, in that account. So um, the recommendation is probably just refund it back to property owners. Uh, so we will be bringing that to council for approval because it's going to be close to a million dollars. So we'll be working with MBS on identifying how those refunds have to happen. But I just wanted to make sure council is aware that that's coming um, because then we want the public to be aware that that's going to be coming as well. Um, and then we, uh, when I was, I attended the CBB meeting. That's the first CBB meeting that I've been to. Um, we, the council had approved me to be over there. And uh, there is a gentleman by the name of Daniel Talent, and he does, uh, he's doing some work for the CBB, um, animating their logo, and doing some other um, uh, kind of logo and branding information for them. So I asked him to take a look at our logo and just clean it up a little bit and see if there's you know anything that he can just add a little, little pizzazz to it, keeping the, uh, the, the general uh, aspect of it in line and he did and it's amazing so um, I included that in uh, what I emailed you guys earlier today it's in my uh, it's in my um, signature line um, we'll also be getting a new uh, flag done for behind city council and um, I have ordered magnetic name tags for all of council so, mm. that way you don't have a pen that goes through your shirt. Yeah, that's a nice Yeah, or a sharpie. Or a sharpie. So uh, those are coming, and uh, I also got one for uh, Amy for planning, and for Irma, our code compliance officer. We need to make sure if they're out that they don't look like some random person on someone's property. So they will have uh, official name tags now. Awesome. And there were six dollars fifty. So we're going to get that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's it. I think so. Okay. Council report. I will start with Gretel. Can I just ask a question first? 
How many respondents do we have to the survey? Oh, sorry. Uh, so the total number of respondents for the survey, we had 22 employees out of 35, I think we have a total of 33, mm -hmm. 30, I think we have 33 uh, filled positions, but so 22 out of them. And then we had 223 uh, uh, community survey responses. So if you, our, our population is just under 3,900, but that also includes children who would not uh, be responding. So I looked at the current uh, class size of Bret Hart and Mark Twain, and then um, kind of what the estimated number of smaller children that don't attend either one of those. Um, and we're about 10%, which is actually a really good okay. response. Yeah. Okay. Okay, anything else on that? You were. Okay, Gretel, you're up. Okay, so I went to the, <clears throat> I went to the CPPA meeting, and um, this is my first one, it's very interesting. They're, they're super quick, Dennis runs it like in and out. Um, they mostly were concerned about the PG&E increase in rates um, for all of their facilities because they pay a ton of money. And so they were kind of on hold because they have not gotten those uh, increased rates yet. The other thing that they talked about were Tesla charging stations at the courthouse. And who's gonna pay for that, right? Because that's something that has to uh, be addressed. It's great to have all these Tesla charging stations or whatever, or, or electronic, uh, electric car, not all electric cars or Teslas, but um, they just uh, had a big um, discussion about who was gonna pay for that. Like, is that taxpayers' money? And so anyhow, do they charge like you pay for gas, do you put in your credit card and pay? So it was kind of interesting. I, I, I believe, I believe they, I, it's not like it's, it, you have an account set up and when you plug in your car, it just knows to charge your account and I can see how much it's being charged as I'm, as I'm um, charging. And, yeah, you said they were talking about putting it up at the courthouse and there was something, something was not, being charged directly to the consumer. So I, I don't really exactly have the details on that because it was um, it was a little, there was a lot going on at that meeting for my first time. So anyhow, that's all I have. But at least I did something. Thanks, Greta. Thanks. <laughs> I'll go with you next, Jess. Okay, so since the last meeting, uh, I attended a Friends Affair meeting on Wednesday the 19th. Uh, UWPA, Alvin and I attended on the 24th. Um, we just went through our annual audit. Uh, everything was checked and balanced quite well. Um, we established an asset threshold policy. We didn't really have anything before, so we now have a policy in place for our assets and the threshold that we report. We did a few little budget adjustments that were minor. Um, November is our annual maintenance, uh, yep. the outage for our maintenance. So everyone's going to see decrease in water through like Murphy's Creek and such because there's a lot of maintenance going on throughout the whole month of November. So don't freak out. Um, which is really impressive how they've laid out the mechanics and the and the concept of how to utilize this month's maintenance. There's just plans to be everywhere and doing all of the the flumes and lot of uh, anything and everything that they can get done in that short period of time so very impressive uh, we were talking about the signs at that are going to be put up at Murphy's Park and then the idea of putting one at, at Tryon here and then possibly Utica the signs are really impressive along with the video but the signs are going to get people um, outreach to know where does your water come from and how important water is to everybody to you know to where it comes from and, and the importance of respecting it and appreciating it so uh on the 26th i attended the aqua mixture at the hospice thrift it was well attended um quite a few people there um 
And then I volunteered over the weekend at the Celtic All Hallows Fair out at the fairgrounds, which was quite interesting. Yeah, I don't have anything to report. Um, I'll be attending COM tomorrow. You're up. <clears throat> well, I've been traveling for the last two weeks for work, and I attended the uh, National Disaster Resiliency Council's summit, and it's um, pretty pretty scary stuff. Uh, you know, they go big on big um, uh, national disasters, and and so it's interesting to be there with my city council hat on, just kind of thinking about how our own community is impacted. And then I went to the Homeland Security uh, Enterprise Forum down in Virginia, and I attended that for three days, and there was a lot of um, previous Secretary of D uh, DHS's there. Um, we had a lot to talk about with FEMA, and I sat in the FEMA on emergency resilience um, breakout session where I wore my city council hat, actually, because they were interested in rural cities that, um, you know, have not, uh, nat or natural disasters like wildfires and hurricanes and things like that. So that was really interesting to learn about where FEMA's coming from, and they um, approached me about sitting on a national committee um, representing our city in a small rural, rural um, community. So I said, of course, I would do that. So that's um, on the docket. But uh, it was a lot of learning about, like, if if there was a huge disaster, where does your water come from? Mm -hmm. You know, how do you deal with your community and things? And just um, what's the number one thing that you need to know about and all that kind of stuff. So it was really interesting, and I learned a lot. And um, uh, there's some things that you know we definitely can bring back and apply here. So, but I, as far as my committee work, unfortunately, I was so busy. Uh, but I do. There's a museum meeting on Thursday, and I've got a tea stand JPA meeting tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I also went to UWPA. Um, Jen covered most of that. Uh, the outage is huge this first part of November, so please conserve a little bit of water too, and it'll help Frank with all of his flow charts because he tries to figure out how much we're going to use and how much they can send down, and it's pretty complicated. So he does a, Frank does a really good job over there. Um, on the 21st of October and the day before, um, Aqua um, was in town and CCWD, UWPA, there was a water conference in Murphy's that we helped sponsor. Um, and I, I did not make that, I couldn't take be to that, but um, I heard it was really well attended. And then I also met Dave, um, he's with Aqua and they help with legislation and write legislation for water rights. Um, so he took the tour with us on the 21st of our facility. Um, so hopefully he can go back to Sacramento and help us in our small rural territories. Uh, and he worked at CCWD a few years back. Um, so him and Joel know each other from water districts, so that made it kind of nice too, and a pretty intimate conversation, so that was nice. Um, oh, and if anybody, trying to get the word out about how we get our water, the delivery system, I know a Boy Scout group is going to go take the same tour that I think we've all taken. So they would really like to do like 4-H groups or Boy Scouts, or if you want to see how the water conveyance system works, or if anybody wants to see the powerhouses, get a hold of Joel Metzger, they'd love to give anybody a tour. So um, I have COG and CTA tomorrow, and that's all I have. Okay, I have one more thing. Okay. Um, oh, I have one more thing, too. Shop local. Mm -hmm. So our uh, our Hoppin' Shop uh, with Frog Bucks is, um, is ramping up. Uh, as of this morning, we have seven businesses uh, that were enrolled. Um, we are slated to go live uh, on November 7th. So that information in how to enroll is on our website, on our homepage. That is also the same site that you can go to to purchase uh, cards. Um, it's very simple to enroll. You just have to be a business that takes point of sale, takes master cards. There's no additional paperwork for you. There's no additional cost for you. It's just an e-card. People can, uh, consumers can purchase the card. They can print it out hand it in you just type in the mastercard number in your point of sale machine and you're you're done it's very simple um if you purchase uh, a card for 25 dollars, you get a bonus card for 25 dollars. um so cards are anywhere between 25 and 100 dollars um, we're limiting it to two 
per person just so we in this first wave we can get what we need um, and find out what's working what's not working um, we're continuing to reach out to businesses um, we're asking um, ACPA obviously to make sure that they're reaching out to their business community as well because the more places that there are to shop then uh, the more success we're going to have within the city so um, make sure you do that and then just following up on what you're saying uh, anyone who has never really dealt into where we get our water from I think we have one of the most interesting water systems in the world um, it's it's really hard to believe that that is where we get our water from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very true. Yeah. yeah. Three-quarter mile flu on the side of the And it, when I was describing that in this FEMA meeting, <laughs> wow, really? I said, yeah. no, really. And yeah. it burned well, in 2001, and we had to rebuild it like a wooden flume again. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's unlike anything anybody has ever When this. When the video comes out. When the video comes out. Yeah, I can send it. It's pretty good. It's awesome. I saw it too. Yeah. It's really good. So. Yeah. Correspondence. Any questions, any comments from anybody? I want some advice. Closing correspondence. Calendar rose, I was already sent out, I believe. And number 12 would be adjourned. We have a motion to adjourn. Oh, oh, I have one you more. Have Sorry. <laughs> we did. And I even said I didn't. Didn't remember. So I got to jump back. On November 15th, is we're going to do a joint meeting with the Planning Commission to yes. go over some code compliant stuff. So please, everybody, attend. And um, now I would for a motion to adjourn. Is there anything else I forgot? Um, I would just follow up that. Uh, so this is the first time we've really had like real active code compliance in many, many years. So we've uh, we 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 allowed it to kind of run with Irma, um, so she could collect before pictures and after pictures, so that the public can see um, what has really uh, occurred um, to benefit our city and our residents and our businesses. So um, make sure to either. Uh, read the staff report or you can uh, you know join electronically or be here in the meeting but um, if if you're one of the residents that has been concerned that the city hasn't been doing anything we've actively been working pretty hard since our ranking on so okay thank you Rebecca. now I'll look for a motion to adjourn I'll second all in favor say aye aye, aye. aye. Good journey.